Welcome to And Justice for All, the official podcast of Roosevelt University, exploring the relationship between education and justice, and the transformative power of inclusive education. Hosted by Roosevelt University President Ali Malekzadeh. And Justice for All. Each year, about half of new Roosevelt students transfer here from other universities. Our transfer students are eager to dive in, broaden their experiences, and build on their educational foundations. One of them is today's special guest, recent graduate Felicia Richardson. In 2018, Felicia left her comfort zone and her sunny hometown of Miami, Florida to earn a Roosevelt degree. In just two short years, she got involved in organizations across campus, including the McNair Scholars Program, which connects underserved students with research opportunities. Now, I spoke with Felicia this February before Roosevelt moved to remote learning in response to the pandemic. Hear what she has to say about making connections in the Roosevelt community. Enjoy. My guest today is Felicia Richardson, one of our absolutely brightest students, who I think she's graduating this year. Yes, May 2020. So I think you're graduating this year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you for joining me, Felicia. We're going to talk a little bit about your background and you know where you grew up and what are you studying and so forth. So let's hear it in your own voice. Okay, so I grew up in Miami, Florida, and I've been living there for almost 20 years of my life, and I'm now 21, so I'm, this is the first time I've been away for a very long time. Uh -huh. And I am from Antigua, that is where my parents were born, and I was born here in America, so I'm Antiguan-American. So a little bit about me, I study psychology here at Roosevelt. I am a, at my last year, I'm a senior, and I'm just really interested in, you know, all things cultural and diverse here at Roosevelt. And just a little bit about me. For a very long time, I've been interested in helping people just discover themselves and find themselves, whether it has to do with their culture identity and sure. whether or not it has to do with cross-cultural communication and talking to people of different cultures. Because I found it an issue when I was younger that a lot of people didn't know where I was from and oftentimes discredited my like Caribbean roots because they thought it was a fake island. So I wanted to open <laughs> communication up about different islands and different places and understanding that just because you don't know where someone is from mm -hmm. doesn't mean that that place isn't a hidden gem. Sure. So. And here you are sitting in Miami, Florida, I'm assuming in a nice, beautiful cruiser, enjoying the wonderful weather, and you're looking at your uh, iPhone and said, where is the coldest place in the U.S. where I can get an urban education in psychology? And you choose Chicago. 
So the reasoning behind <laughs> choosing Chicago is I really enjoy the cold, which is uh, okay. like really odd to All say right. because I'm from the Caribbean and it's always warm. But I really wanted that cold environment and to be able to branch out more and see more diverse areas. Because diversity in Miami is very limited when it comes to people because you oftentimes will see people who are Latinx and Caribbean and African-American and white, but you won't see people of other like ethnicities like Asian and Middle Eastern and looking out more into the world. And I found it interesting that Chicago is very diverse. So that's kind of why I chose to come to Roosevelt. That's like one of the one of the main reasons why, but there's a lot of other reasons why I picked Roosevelt. Yeah, well, let's get into that. Tell me why you chose Roosevelt itself. Um, when I was first applying to schools, because I'm a transfer student, and when I was leaving Miami, I thought I wanted to stay in Florida, but then I realized that there's so much potential out there in the world that it would be better off if I went somewhere else. And I started applying to different schools here in Chicago, and I had gotten to two, but due to financial reasons, I couldn't go to them. So I wanted to find a better alternative, but also cheaper. And when I was looking into different institutions, I found Roosevelt and I got lost in the website, just looking at the history of Roosevelt and understanding that when it opens up its doors initially, that it would have accepted me after, of course, the walkout. And I found that very important for me as a person. And I didn't even realize it at the time when I was looking for institutions that I wanted to be somewhere where I would be accepted from the very beginning of its opening. So that's kind of why I decided to come here to Roosevelt. Well, that's a wonderful story that, you know, our legacy attracted you here. Yeah. Because that is basically what attracts most of our students, our faculty, staff, everybody who works here are very proud of that legacy. And here you are again on a beautiful cruiser in Miami uh, looking at the legacy of Roosevelt and that attracts you to come here and be among us. Um, now, what do you enjoy besides the diversity? What do you enjoy the most about living in Chicago? What I enjoy the most is just being able to walk around and find different monuments and explore different museums. My favorite place to go is actually Harold Washington, which is right across the street from here. Right. And being able to just explore the different floors. Like I go on tours with my friends and we just walk around and pretend to be tour guides with each other <laughs> <laughs> and examine like. So next time I want to find you, I have to come to, let's say, sixth floor of Harold Washington, and there you are. Yes, Okay. I'm in there a lot. It's uh -huh. just a really good place to be. Okay, that's, that's wonderful. Now tell me, because I know you've gotten involved uh, at Roosevelt in our programs, various things we do, and student organizations. Tell me a bit about how you got involved. So I first got involved because transferring in that first semester was kind of lonely because you're in a new city, of course, and you don't know anyone and you're just looking for a place to fit in because I knew Roosevelt was an institution for me. I just had to find my people and it was actually just the involvement fair and meeting people like Charity Seaborn, who runs the student conduct board, which I'm a part of, and just being able to talk more with her and then finding the College of Arts and Sciences Student Advisory Council, which mm -hmm. I'm also an e-board member of That's so great. just joining different things like that and then the next semester I had joined APO which is Alpha Phi Omega the mm -hmm. co-ed service fraternity and that kind of just spiraled to me joining a bunch of other organizations from 
the McNair Scholar Program, and then the Professional Mentoring Program. I'm also part of the Graduation Plan for Success program here. And then this year, we started the Research Ambassador Program with the Office of Student Research. And right. I'm one of the founding members, and it's been the best moments here, being able to just join all of these different orgs and also just meet new people and find where I have a space to like share my voice and know that I'm being heard. So let me get this right. You're taking what, five or six classes now? I'm taking six classes right now. Six classes now. You counted about 10 different organizations you're involved in. Okay. I'm assuming you have time to eat in between classes. Okay. So that's good. Do you get a chance to sleep at all? A little bit. I get as much sleep as I can because I'm, I'm trying to just be involved here at Roosevelt because I have such little time being a transfer student, which right. kind of is sad for me because I really enjoy being involved here. Mm-hmm. So I try to fit in leisure as much as I can by like reading books and going to the movies. And with APO, we're able to hang out amongst each other as like brothers. So we get to hang out a lot. So that's it kind of makes it easier having all these commitments because I find time to have fun during them. Right. Well, that, that's actually a very smart way of approaching it, and especially coming in as a transfer student, allow you to get involved and get a sense of belonging. Yeah. Okay. Now, among the organizations you mentioned, you're also a McNair Scholar. Yes. Uh, for our listeners who don't know what that is, can you explain it from your perspective? Yes. So. McNair Scholar Program is a way for underrepresented students to be able to have access to funding to help them figure out which graduate schools they want to apply to, help them with GRE prep, and just offer them a list of opportunities that probably they've never even heard of. Without McNair Scholar Program, I wouldn't have been able to go away for the summer to do research at Michigan State University within my field. And I wouldn't have been able to apply to all the schools that I applied to and taken the GRE because that is an expense that I just couldn't have afforded on my own. So without that program, I wouldn't be able to do half the things that I do. And also, they're able to help us learn more about what research really means to us and how we should approach research. Through the program, I was able to discover what I wanted to look at specifically within industrial organizational psychology. And even though I had already knew that I wanted to be in that field, I never understood what it meant to actually do research within the field. And without them connecting me with a mentor and being able to just learn more about myself as a researcher and what that means to me, it just wouldn't have been possible. Yeah, that's wonderful. I mean, gaining an in-depth understanding of how you want to get involved in I.O. research is a terrific way to approach it. And uh, as you mentioned, I'm assuming you're planning for graduate school. Yes, I will apply to some. All right. So as you're sitting in Lake Michigan here, you're going to be thinking about where else can you go that has harsher weather than Chicago. Yes. Is, is that what you were <laughs> Kind of. I've applied to some schools in New York, and I feel like the weather there is a little bit harsher, so, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, well, we have to find the equivalent of uh, Harold Washington yes. in New York for you, so we can find you out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Now, tell me a little bit about your faculty. Uh, are there specific faculty who are mentoring you? with whom you are academically involved. Tell me more about that. 
So here at Roosevelt, I had the honor to meet Adrian Thomas, who uh -huh. was in charge of the industrial organizational program here. And he's my mentor directly. And he's guided my research and helped me a lot with deciding which graduate schools would be best for me. I've also had the privilege to be in the class and to be somewhat of a mentee to um, Professor Marcus here. Mm -hmm. She's been amazing and our conversations really show me a lot about just the field of psychology outside of the realm of IO because she focuses more on children and memory and I found that interesting because it's something that I don't really focus on but we're still able to connect. And then faculty here have been the best part of being at Roosevelt from Miss Robbie in the Dean of Students office. She's like a second mom to me. I'm able to talk to her <laughs> about almost anything to Charity Seaborn who just transferred over to Human Resources. Right. She's been a very great support system where I'm able to talk to her about how school is going and seeing her do her work and still pursue her JD has been something that's very inspiring to me because I feel like I still want to do administrative work in graduate school and seeing someone able to do that and do law school which I feel is a lot harder has been just interesting to watch and then of course vice president of dean and students Jamar has been an amazing help just in overall like he's really supported me whenever I have like questions or set up meetings he's always been there so the faculty here have been amazing and of course Dean Bonnie Gunsenhauser who's in charge of CASAC she has also been amazing with just supporting CASAC as we try to be more of a liaison between the student body and the College of Arts and Sciences I haven't met anyone here who hasn't tried to help me yeah, but you see, um, we always advise students that if you want to succeed, uh, don't come take your classes and run out. Yes. You need to be involved in the day-to-day -day of the university and, uh, you know, activities that you have interest in. And here you are, you just named, first, a lot of your fellow students in the student organizations. Yes. You named staff members who help you and you're able to talk to when you need to talk to somebody. You mentioned the administration and of course the faculty. And basically you're being surrounded by a group of people who care about you and your education and help you succeed. Yeah. Would that be a fair way of putting it? It really is, especially since I also work here. So I kind of do everything here and it's really like easy but hard to find that work-life balance because <laughs> I'm an office assistant for a residence uh -huh. life and their staff is also amazing from Michelle, Hilda, and TJ. They've all been very guiding in like how work life is and being able to separate it because I work directly with peers. So being able to find that separation, but also be a support system for my peers who have questions sure. about residence life. So I find that I find that I have a good balance here mm -hmm. and being able to just talk with people and grow as a student and as a professional. So the university and the people who work here, including your fellow students, have given you a sense of belonging. Yes. That you feel that way being here. Now let's fast forward. You graduate, hopefully, soon. Yes. <laughs> I'm joking, yes, you are graduating. And then uh, graduate school? Yes. And then fast forward to your dream job. Yes. What is that, career? So I want to be a professor. 
uh -huh. at an institution somewhere that holds hopefully the same values as Roosevelt. And I also want to be a professional coach by helping other like CEOs or administrative assistants with their day-to-day -day lives because I just feel like I could be an asset to them as opposed to like therapy, which isn't something I'm really was ever interested in. I found coaching as something that I can do because I've been doing it for so long, I didn't even realize it had a name. I've just been helping peers figure out what their academic goals are. I helped people at my previous job where I was part-time secretary figure out how to better set up meetings and communicate with each other. And just being able to do that on a professional level and being able to just go off and help people and be a professor and teach the young minds that are gonna follow behind me, I think that's really what my goal is. Yeah, well that's wonderful. It's amazing how varied your interests are and how so many things that you're interested in, yet they all fit together nicely for you. Yes. In your mind, that's great. Now, what would be the advice you would give the prospective students who want to come to Roosevelt University in terms of how they can succeed? So I would give them three bullet points to follow. First, come in open mind and open heart because you're gonna encounter a variety of people from different backgrounds, different locations, and different walks of life. And if you are not open-minded and open-hearted, you'll be closed off to so many opportunities to you. Two would be get involved. It doesn't matter if it's only one thing you're involved with or it's multiple like I am, you're gonna find people that speak to you and they'll speak to your heart and you'll be able to do things that you also would never have imagined. And the last would be have fun and just be a student and whatever that entitles, whether or not it's a student that's a commuter and you can only come here for so many hours of the day or a student who is actively involved and is trying to make change or a student who just wants to communicate with other students. Mm -hmm. Just do that. Well, uh, did I also hear that you are minoring in film studies? Yes, yeah, I'm really interested in film. So, so some of your uh, most recent favorite films? Yes. You wanna um, tell me, Tell just for us to yeah. know. So um, recently I've watched Parasite, which is uh -huh. really good, and Knives Out. Those are my top two okay. for this, like for right now, so yeah. <laughs> All right, and then, you know, as we come close uh, to closing our discussion, tell me, but only me, not our, yes. <laughs> our listeners, something nobody knows about you. Um, one thing that most people don't know about me, well, it's kind of obvious, but um, I'm a huge Marvel fanatic. Like, I love almost everything, the MCU, the uh -huh. Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I've watched every single one of the films at least three times or more, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> So that's the way people should introduce themselves to you. Yes, with Marvel Then they'll quotes. be instant friends <laughs> yes. from then on. Is that it? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm so glad you could join us for this great conversation. And, you know, really if in a few weeks you will walk across yes. the platform and get your degrees and we'll shake hands. Yes. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. And Justice for All is produced by Roosevelt University and is available at roosevelt.edu or anywhere you get your podcasts. The music for And Justice for All is written and produced by Jesse Case.
Thanks for listening. 